Welcome to the Super Fantastic Nerd Hour, episode 32, Doctor Who series premiere. <laughs> nice, Ollie. Thanks, Conrad. I'm here with. Uh, I am a. Uh, I'm not H. A. Conrad. You wish you were. Oh you my God. so wish it's you were. Already getting wibbly wobbly. Maybe your next regeneration. Ooh, that <laughs> mysterious <laughs> voice. Um, well, so uh, I'm. Yes, I am Ollie Matu. I am joined by H. A. Conrad. I'm definitely H. A. Conrad. Just so <laughs> you know. Okay, this is helpful to know because it is getting very confusing today. Um, what are we talking about today, Conrad? Uh, today we are talking about the series premiere of Doctor Who. I am so excited. I am very excited. Episode. It's a new doctor. It's a new time. A new day, a new doctor. A, a new, new day. day. Oh, man. Well, uh, we've got a fun a new, crossover A new today. outfit. A new outfit. A new TARDIS. Um, we got the 11th versus 12th Doctor in our crossover. And what is our top five? Our top five is top five um, Doctor regeneration moments. Ooh. Which is going to be interesting. Yeah, there's to see what people like pick. 12 to choose from, slash 13. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but before we get to any of that, um, we've got a great panel of Whovians joining us. I want to welcome back to the show um, with his third appearance as the most <sighs> appeared guest <laughs> on the Super Fantastic Nerd Hour. Photographer and lifelong Whovian, Bill Wadman. How you doing, guys? Welcome back, Bill. This is very exciting. I love the Doctor Who. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> he also likes to be called a hooligan, not a Whovian. A hooligan. Actually, I don't like either of those. I know. I like being called Bill. You like Bill. All right, well, Bill, welcome back. We last saw you on our episode 11, the Cosmos episode. Which we got to thank you for yeah, that. I, I hear I hear you have some good news on that. We one. got some really cool news. Yeah. Right. So that episode uh, got us ranked by the Geeky Awards as one of the top ten podcasts of the year. Uh, I will take yeah. all the credit for that. <laughs> I thought. Wait, no, but I think Alan Bailward is going to take all the credit for that. Uh, Alan Bailward always takes all the credit Alan, for everything. Thank you, Alan. We thank love you, you, Alan. Please yeah. send more cat photos. But it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not just me. No, on the show. No, it's not just you. No, no, no. So we have with us also making his second his second appearance on our show, Derek Bishop, who is a speculative fiction writer here in Brooklyn. Uh, he joined us for our Independence Day commentary, so we're very happy to have him here. And he has some very interesting ideas about the Doctor and what we can expect this season. I prefer to be called a Whovian, just for the record. But well, you know, so this side of the table have been Doctor Who fans. Since the olden times, back so, in the old days. So you mean the side of the table containing A.J. Conrad and Bill Watts? Yes, yeah, great the, podcasting right there. Bill. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. Uh, so, but but the, the two of us have actually been Doctor Who fans since Doctor Who was Doctor Who. You guys were watching... Not a, this fluffy reboot stuff. You were watching the PBS stuff yes. that was on at 3 in the morning that's when exactly you were right. 7 years old. Yep, yes. exactly. Oh, eating, is that... Eating, eating Rice Krispies treats, yeah. to hiding from my mom so she didn't know I was yeah. up watching. And you never knew when it was going to come on. Because right. like one week it would be on at the end of the it, day yeah. at two in the morning, and then next week it wouldn't be, and you'd be like, "Wait a minute, I was waiting. Where's the weird guy with the scarf?" Well, and summertime, <laughs> and summer times it would, they would somehow like have these marathons, so it was yeah. great because you'd be off on summer vacation and you could watch as much Doctor Who yeah. as you wanted. Wait, so did you? Did, so did you even get the whole concept? Like, did you ever see different Doctors, and you're like, "Wait, this show's different." Oh, yeah, was, maybe I. They mainly, would jump around. They a would lot. jump around an awful lot. I I saw there was a lot of of. Tom Baker, 
though. Which well, is, there, there is a lot of Tom Baker. No, they're all I the mean, most right of Tom Baker. Yeah, there would yeah. be everyone. There would be other things thrown in there. They never played them consecutively yeah. though, so it wasn't like they were uh, playing like the seasons through. They were just totally. But mostly it was yeah. it was Pertwee and and Baker yep. and Davidson. It was like uh, three, four, and five were like mm-hmm. the big ones that you saw a lot of. Okay. Um, but but you guys sort of came upon this sort of post reboot. Well, yeah, Derek, what was it? How'd you get to? Well, actually, my uh, I didn't really, really get into the show until uh, H.A. Conrad made him. Uh, yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> this um, happens to many of us. Yeah, H.A. Conrad uh, makes it was us about, watch stuff. Yeah, it was about like uh, the fifth season with when Matt Smith started, but I started from the from the beginning of the reboot. I haven't seen too many of the classical episodes, but I actually my very first experience though was with um, the American made-for-TV movie that had Paul McGann in it, and... You mean the one the true fans, you know, the episode that shall not be named? <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like... Uh, maybe. I, I actually really liked it, and I mean, it was, I saw it when it first came out, and I was 15, and I saw them advertising it, and it was like, the most popular British TV series. Uh, <laughs> Which like, is not... Uh, it. We're going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> that's also, Come watch. <laughs> that's not how you should advertise anything in America. No, I like, know. The most popular British Wait, TV series is it, coming to TV. Um, well, I'm not cer- I, that's how I'm remembering it. I, I'm not <laughs> certain that's exactly how they were uh, plugging it, but... Wait, so you had never seen any of the classic episodes? No, and I, I was actually wondering how you guys... Heard about it oh, because yeah, we grew up because that. we grew up in New England and PBS played an awful lot of British programming yeah. on um and it was only I, in the middle of the night and then there was a few episodes and, that you and, could get at the video store right and also I also I only had three channels growing up because my we we lived so far out in the boondocks that my mom it's called the sticks yeah the sticks uh, that we had uh, yeah the sticks right here see. we didn't have cable we there was no satellite whatever so we only had we had like. PBS and we had that you know antenna on the roof and you would like turn this thing and you would hear it like click and it would like try to turn the antenna to like get stuff yeah, yeah so but one of the only channels we had was PBS so. I, I think it's going to be interesting wow. to see how since I mean you guys have watched all of the new stuff and some of the old stuff um, it'll be interesting to see how this side of the table versus that side of the table reacts to the new guy yeah because right? this is kind of what we're doing here right we're having a yeah a little pregame before we watch the yeah. episode and then come you, back. So. so you're saying you're experienced with the whole regeneration. It's a new. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it several. You know, I saw you. You were here. With, you were here with the transition yeah. between the tenth and eleventh Doctor. Yeah, you were a fan. And, of that yeah, and, yeah, and of course the tenth and yeah, and also ninth and nine and ten as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm the new kid on the block here in well, terms of Whovians. So. Uh, some people always, like, hate the new guy, right? That's the classic thing. Yeah. You hate the new guy at first, and then a couple episodes in, you're like, oh, I kind of like the new guy. Like, th- yeah. that's and, generally the, the and, trend, right? And we were actually talking to some folks today, and, and some of them are in varying, um, you know, like, parts of the reboot. Um, and they were like, no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> Don't tell us anything. And I was like, okay. And one of them has just begun watching um, the transition from from. David Tennant's doctor to yeah. uh, Matt Matt, Smith. the he's, Matt Smith. He's a doctor. half dozen episodes into Matt Smith. Yeah. So, he, you know. And he's like, yeah, I'm starting to get used to him now. And yeah, it's just see, like an interesting <laughs> thing. thing. Yeah. Really? Well, this is why I'm so excited for our episode because I got into Doctor Who a year ago. And I tried when the reboot was launched and I tried watching The Ninth Doctor and I hadn't seen it on PBS. 
I had no idea what the show was. I knew it was popular. So I watched the first two episodes where the, you get to that last surviving human. And and I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to stop this show because yeah. it makes no sense. And I stopped it for years. But I came back to it a year ago because Doctor Who was everywhere. At yeah. any like panel I was attending or at Comic-Cons, people were always talking about Doctor Who dressed up as. So I gave it another shot. I watched three episodes, Blink, the eleventh hour and Father's Day from the three recent doctors, and that All got good me episodes. in. All, mm-hmm. Yeah, they well, got you me know into it. You're a Star Trek fan, yes. Which at the time of the original series of Star Trek, when they were just zooming around in a single spaceship, the Doctor was in a machine that was bigger on the inside and could travel in time and space, and he was, you know, from this all powerful. I could understand how your small Star Trek mind could not handle. The power and complexity of Doctor Who. Oh, oh, wow. The TARDIS. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, wow. wait, wait, wait. I, also, like, you know I feel like um, <laughs> nice. Doctor Who I is a lot more zaning. Zany? And quirky. Yeah. I think yeah. the new so one is more zany and quirky. I think the Star Wars universe would be belittled really? by, by the Time Lord. Star, Star Wars? The, oh, gosh. Oh, oh man. I am, I am not. Somewhere, is... somewhere Andrea is giggling maniacally. Oh, man. So what do we expect? Is that what we're kind of well, coming to? Well, okay. Well, here's what I do want to say, though. Yeah. Um, let me regain some of my composure. Um, I want to say that this, I've never seen... Doctor Who as it was airing new episodes. Oh, that's exciting. So this might become my Doctor. My whole journey on Doctor Who has been all over the place, watching episodes out, out of order. I've watched a lot of the old stuff now. But I'm excited because this is the first like new episode I'm watching. This is the first time I'm watching an episode with other Whovians. I, my mind is going crazy right now, which is probably why I'm mixing everything up. I'm looking at the time vortex, and I think I'm, I'm kind of losing it. So I'm yeah. really pumped. Yeah, and this, I mean, uh, from what we know, we know Capaldi is is darker. Is that sort of the word people have been using? Yeah. More serious, older, less silly. Uh, well, well, this, this is this the is other thing, though. Know, and, right? and I have, you know, I have liked a large part of the reboots. I've actually liked all the Doctors, in, including... Um, Chris Eccleston's doctor. Um, yeah. But, but I think he makes a lot more sense now after the 50th anniversary. Well, but and the war doctor, but I think, you know, one of the things that doctor, the, the doctor was to me when I was a kid was that he was an alien. And yeah. so I'm wondering if that's more where they're going back to. He has like Peter Capaldi. He is a huge who fan. He He's has, a super nerd. He is a super nerd. He's been into this stuff. He really understands the show and he understands the history behind the show. I think he is so beyond excited to be on this. He actually has been on the show before. Yeah. Um, as we have sometimes seen. Was that with David Tennant? Yes. 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 The Um, Pompeii. Um, so I think just from the few clips I've seen, I think we're going to see a weirder, more alien doctor. So Conrad, you're saying things are going to get more wibbly and more wobbly. Well, I just think you're not going to see any of that weird love and trust stuff with the companions anymore, which I'm I'm kind of welcoming at this point. Because yeah. um, he was always supposed to be in the old ones. Yeah, he had companions, and every once in a while they'd get attached to him. But he was always sort of emotionally detached. Unless you were talking about the TV movie, right, Derek? Well, and, no, and, and that's and that's arguably <laughs> where is incorrect. Well, okay, is a companion, and that's and that's probably where it went off the rails, so right? Tenant multiple times, right? But see, before I would kiss that, you too. If I was hanging out with Tenant, he's a yeah. very dreamy guy. But it wasn't. It wasn't about that. You know what I mean? Like he was above 
the fray of he was about relationships with people in the sense of like political things and that kind of stuff, but not romantic. It wasn't a romantic thing, yeah. you know. And, and so, so yeah, so I think that this is going to be human. yeah. I think he's going to be more alien and freaky, and I and I I am just excited to see his we're, freakiness. We're pumped for that. Yeah. What are you expecting, Bill? What do you want to see uh, in series eight? I you know I'm actually interested. I mean, it's still Moffat writing and still Moffat you know running the show, which is controversial. I am a f I'm a big fan of Moffat. You're pro Moffat. I'm mm. pro Moffat writing, I'm pro Moffat everything. And I think that the the show took a big leap production wise when Matt Smith took over, when Moffat took over. When Russell T was out. Yeah. And, and I thought I thought he was a little too he was a little too relationship y. Well, and also and Ru silly. Russell T threw in a lot like it's he's kind of in everything but the kitchen sink. You yeah. see every every single and I mean I think he really loves The universe was always on the he line. He loves <laughs> the series. I mean, I think that he is a huge fan of this series. He moved heaven and earth to to help get to get it brought back. And so you would see all these like every finale would be all all the enemies of all time ever and then it's like okay and now we're on to a new season yeah. so i think I, I think it was done with a lot of exuberance but i i prefer some of moffat's writing yeah i wonder if it'll be sm not small smaller you know like um in in much the same way as the the the, the new uh judge dread movie the new one the Ju dread it's like the whole movie good. took place in one building yeah it wasn't the whole country on the line it wasn't whatever it is it was just three guys getting out of a building you know it didn't it didn't expand into this large-scale thing and i kind of like that idea i don't know um do we have time for me to respond in defense of davies or let's let's do it Derek. We can do that. What, what do you got uh, we're, we're, at, we're at 14 minutes right now we should probably get going but let's okay. let's take two or three minutes go ahead i mean it's not i actually prefer davies as the showrunner and i I thought Moffat was an excellent episode writer. Like a lot of his episodes during the Davies are the best episodes. Are the best yeah. episodes. Well, blink. Yeah, yeah. Um, fireplace. Yeah. Love that episode. But I feel like uh, Davies had a lot more emotional maturity to the relationships uh, during, that he he uh, depicted. Whereas Moffat, he handles like the charming, whimsical thing. It's really well. It's done really well. But I think when it comes down to more like in-depth emotional development between characters he he falls a little short and he also his uh his you know his series long arcs seem to lack the kind of uh like things are on the line and you're saying Davies it's like too much is on the line like it's yeah. everything everything's always well, on no, the line well no it's like and everything's that, always on the line all the time so that's that's what i'm objecting to and i mean that's a legitimate criticism and i agree with that but to me it's Moffat, um, he disregards the rules. He breaks them all the time, and there's not. It just feels like there's not cost. Uh, I, I agree. I agree with like the second Matt Smith season with the the astronaut yeah. and the whole thing like uh. that. That got a little crazy. But oh, can I say one la other thing that I want to see? Mm. More of the TARDIS. More of the inside of the TARDIS. Yes. I want to see more than the control room. Man, I want to be. Do, I want to be because there were episodes in the old series, the yeah. old thing, where they were like walking through different parts of the TARDIS into other rooms and into like, I mean, not just making the joke about the swimming pool, but actually right, right. showing hallways yeah. and rooms further down the TARDIS. You know, you know, and it gave it such a cool sense. You, you know, know, it shows a lot of the inside of the TARDIS is the American <sighs> TV movie, <laughs> which is actually my favorite depiction of the TARDIS. Cause it actually looks like a home. It looks like something 
All right. Well, I'll, I'll rewatch it after many years. I'm going to bring this all together. Here. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Um, oh, wait, here's... Can, can I say one more thing I would like to see? Let's do it, Connor. Um, what do you got? I would like to see a better companion or a better representation of the companion. I really liked um, Donna as the companion. She yes. was one. She was my favorite, and she yeah, was to me too. she was the, the most interesting one. I want to see less like, oh, I'm so cute and can talk really fast, and I would like to see a more in depth relationship maybe a guy or maybe a guy so Mm. whatever i don't really care what it is i just want to see and now we have had some interesting news well we had so i'm going to tie this all together here um uh i'm going to agree agree with my my buddy here derek i think uh, there's been huge huge movement in the gallifrey and the time war storyline in the last three episodes whether you're looking at the name of the doctor the day of the doctor and the time of the doctor significant plot points have moved forward i want to see the consequences of those things happen now i want that storyline to slow down and with the companion as well um clara oswald you know she has a potential to be the most interesting companion she has had some interaction with every doctor we've now learned that spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen that stuff and if you haven't it, whoops That's so come before. Uh, yeah yeah we can retcon the spoiler alert so um i want to see we've had news that uh coleman the actress playing clara is going to probably going to be departing at the, at some point this season. I oh, want to see a Christmas good really? episode. I think they yeah. said a Christmas episode. Which, you know, what? if that's not, the case... It's not unusual, uh, though. It's not unusual. Usually you see the companions kind of take off. It's been a little bit rare in the last few seasons. Well, the Christmas episode will be the end of the season. Right. So, or after the end of the season. So yeah. she's, so she she's here for another season. 12 or 13 episodes. And I want to see her storyline come to a nice end I think she's cute as a button. Oh, man. We could really talk about that. I agree. Um, I really like her. I just feel like we haven't seen enough of who she is. And I feel like they just, they kind of like gloss over who she is. And so much more could be done with her. I like her. I just would like to see her be more interesting. I completely agree with you, Conrad. And uh, going on with that, I want to see some new companions. I think companions from different eras might be interesting. Oh, Let's that's kind of cool. Sarah right. Jane was really cool yeah. when, when they brought her back in, yeah. in the tenant years. Let's do that. Let's yeah. bring that back. Let's create a really yeah. interesting dynamic between like, So it these really two feels characters. like a whole world and less of a... That's the other nice thing about like when they brought Sarah Jane Smith back, it felt... Like it rounded out. Oh, look! It actually connected the old stuff to the new stuff. Right. Because yeah. when when Eccleston came in, it was like I'm the only one left, and this, that, and the other thing. And it was like, okay, well, you 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 split it, and I understand why you did it. Much like the new Star Trek movies, where they had yep. to like kind of reboot it. But well, it wasn't that the bad. same time? Oh, <laughs> at the same time, I I like the idea of, of the continuity between them. We should. What are we doing sitting here watching? We should go watch the episode. Let's go watch. Uh, well, well, can we mention our expectations or? Isn't that what we Isn't were what just, we were just talking about? <laughs> well, Man, just, we're all that, staring at the time vortex today, aren't we? I'm just curious to see. I think when uh, the only time we saw a companion stay on that the doctor changed was with Rose, Tyler. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting how they maintained the chemistry between True. the characters, even though there was a change in actors. And yep. so I'm kind of curious with like a much different actor, um, like an older, more serious hopefully darker, we can get, uh, expect. Uh, I'm curious, will they maintain the kind of chemistry that she had with um, yeah. 
Matt Smith. Well, it's really interesting, though, because Billy Piper, when they told her that David Tennant was going to take over and when this was going to happen, she was at, she was very upset. She felt like she and Chris Eccleston had great chemistry and was worried that she wouldn't be that she wasn't sure how it was going to work. And then, of course, we saw how she and, and David Tennant got along. So, her and her big uh, teeth and David Tennant worked just fine. Yes, her <laughs> talking around her teeth. You so, guys, enough with this expectations. Let's go watch the episode. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a bit. Whoa! We're back. <laughs> we just saw the episode live right now. All right, I want to do a 1 to 10. Derek, what do you give this episode? Deep breath. Series uh, premiere. Oh man, I hope everybody doesn't have the opposite. I, w- I want to give it a 10. 10? Whoa! Really? 10 out of 10. I loved it. I thought it was great. <clears throat> wow, 10. Mm. All right, Derek's fanboying, fanboying out here. Conrad? Conrad. I would give it a 6. 6. six. Um, Bill? 7 with qualifications. I'm going solid 7 here as well. Um, Derek, what you like about this episode? You you loved it. I did. I loved all the symbolism. I love the. Um, I don't know if we want to get into this now, but like let's get the, into it. Like the face uh, metaphors, how it was brought up, and it ran throughout the episode, and various characters brought it up in different ways. Um, we see it several times in the mirror. We see it. Uh, I probably my favorite scene, which was at the end when he has the interaction with the head uh, android. And he holds up the mirror to be like, you know, you remember where he got this face from? And the camera sw- does the, like, two-shot reverse shot. You see shot. him on mm-hmm. the other side. And you see him on the other side. It's the same question he's been asking himself the whole yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, and, and they kept saying uh, where, 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 where they chose, you know, how did they choose this? Fa- like, when he's doing the crazy thing in the alley? He yeah. He keeps saying they. Yeah. Well, think, he said, "Who frowned these lines?" Yeah. which I love that line. I love that. Well, that sounds there's, that there, sounds very Shakespearean. There's a lot of great lines yeah. in this episode. Well, and he did bring attention to the eyebrows, which made me very, very happy. Did, did anybody else have a hard time, harder time understanding him? Yes, than it's in the, the past? Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah I, and I wonder if that's because we're an American audience. I, I, I'm going to make know. a confession here. Yeah, when I usually watch a show, on you, you watch the subtitles. I use subtitles. I do. I have a hard time understanding the Brits. But one thing that did stick out to me is um, you, when the doctor says to these steampunk androids, um, "You can't replace all the parts and still be you." Right. Mm. Or still be the same you. Still be the same you. Well, that's the whole thing about, you know, humans, like, supposedly you... you yeah, nothing every, in your we, body is the same. Yeah, like, every ten years, supposedly everything is different well, as, so, you, as you kind so of So there's along. that. Yeah. There's a whole idea of humans regenerating. <laughs> right. There's a whole idea of, can the doctor continue to regenerate now? And it, who is he? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, like, what traits remain when he regenerates and, you know, how that goes forward and, like, what he replaces? You're saying, Derek? Um, yeah, I think that's a interesting way to look at it. For me, I I went back and rewatched a couple episodes to kind of uh, get in the mood for this episode. Nerd! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever, Ollie. You've been watching episodes uh, all week. <laughs> that's true. So I saw a couple, I saw several different Doctors, and one thing that really struck me going back and watching that kind of off-kilter order was that they there is kind of a semblance of the same person every time. Yeah. I mean, he talks really fast, he gets really excited, um, he 
doesn't really know what he's doing all the time, but he pretends he does, and it kind of comes together. I mean, he has, like, this basic... Sure. There, there, is, there is some continuity there. And so I feel yes, like theory. we're seeing um, each uh, incarnation, we're seeing a different facet of his personality, mm-hmm. yeah. or maybe a different development based on well, the experiences of the one before. Well, I actually really liked um, when Madame uh, Vestra... God, she okay. She's can we all of, say can this? We all she's how, awesome. How awesome yeah. she is. Yeah. And pretty awesome. I, I, like her whole team is awesome. That <laughs> is just like, yeah, they're all great. They're all it was great to see him again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I love but Drex. she makes the whole the whole initial conversation or the conversation between her and Clara when she is basically like, no, he was, you know. He wasn't just flirting with you. He's flirting with everybody when mm-hmm. he was being the young doctor. Because what do you want to be? Be well, accepted. That was such a fantastic okay. bit of dialogue. It was mm. interesting. But did you feel like in this episode, Clara, especially for the first two thirds of it, was sort of an audience? Oh, of course she was. Right. So, yeah, which, yeah. which, of course, all of the assistants always are. But especially in this one, like you know. How do you feel about the new doctor? Oh, he's different. I don't really like him. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, there, but the, okay, you know what I mean? And she didn't really like him at first, and she's always suspect of him, and it's like, who is this guy, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a similar process to Rose in... Um, sure. What is it? The, what, what was that Christmas special with the... Christmas Invasion. Christmas, yeah. Christmas Invasion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it was a similar control. process to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt... I really liked when she was alone, or when we thought she was alone, for that moment in the episode. And Where she's crying and talking to the guy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it really felt like she kind of pulled it together, and she wasn't just an audience. She wasn't just, like, right. an audience member there. Here's, here's my problem with that, and this is one of the reasons why that it pulled down to a seven for me. Um, so Clara struggled to, um, to understand this new doctor and to come to terms with this new doctor really annoyed me. Um, we, yeah, me too. Right, we've seen... Okay, now, this is a Doctor Who trope. We see this every time a new Doctor's inter- been introduced. So nothing new there. But Clara is supposed to be different here. She is well, the impossible woman. She is the impossible woman. She kind of knows she's the impossible woman. And yeah. she's had all this interaction with all the Doctors. She with knows, every Doctor. She knows She knows what... She knows what it's all about. I don't. I. That's part of what took me out of it a little bit. I didn't really believe. I didn't believe. I, I was worried Does about the episode that, up until the I restaurant kinda, scene. I got the impression that she doesn't remember all those different. Mm, she lives remembers that some she's of lived. it. No, not that part. But like you know, she definitely has had interactions. Other, and she's had more of an understanding than companions usually do. Yes, yes, she has an added understanding. And I mean, does she remember the events of the day of the doctor? I think she does. If she does, she interacted with three doctors at the same time. I mean, she should have an understanding that uh, this yeah. is a this that's is a natural. I, that's more part. what I'm. No, 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 like, she did see John Hurt. She didn't didn't they lose their. Didn't they like lose their memory of that at the end of it or something? Yeah. The other doctors. No, the doctors. The other two doctors did because something about their time. They were in timeline or something. Clara. Kept it, but maybe if that's it, not, I'm the pretty case, sure she okay. kept it. But wait, but did, sure it. did anybody else feel like up until the restaurant scene, it was sort of like, where's this going, and like, how is it coming? And then he yeah. sits down and they start interacting. And I was like, okay, now they're back on track. Yeah, like yeah. it felt a like, little wandering for the first yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there were some really good things about the episode. I loved, I loved Matt, Lady Vestra. Ve- it's Vestra, right? Vestra. Yeah, Vestra. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Jenny. I love their interaction. I just I love that little team, and I like how they often help. I mean, they've helped Clara in the past. Understand yep. what's going on. I feel like they, they carried it through that 
but they but they carried it through the awkward piece and they're they're fantastic i really i did like peter capaldi's figuring it out and his kind of crazy like i I did like that and i like i like that he wasn't I like that he wasn't out of commission for no, most no, of the episode, as we've is, seen in a lot of the regeneration. And he is being super yep. weird, which I kind of like. But, you know, there was, it just kind of felt it felt a little like it needed more guidance. It wasn't as tight. Like, when I'm, when I'm seeing this, I'm thinking of the episode where Matt Smith was introduced, and that's what I'm comparing it to. Yeah, I'm, gonna, the I'm 11th gonna, Hour was a really tight episode. It though. was, and so, I know, and I know that, but it's sort of like, and I'll wait for the crossover. But this is that is sort of what what my basis for comparison is, which is why I was a six. I also have to say the whole piece with Matt Smith making an appearance and calling. Clark. I was going to get to that. Oh, I, oh I, man, I don't really, think that, I don't I, think that was it, necessary. It made me angry. Yeah. You, you just, Why did it make you angry? Well, it made me angry because basically, you know what? Like, you shouldn't have to convince the companion, and I don't think true. he would have had to have convinced Clara. Yeah. And I just don't. It didn't. It didn't feel true to me. It felt like very much like, okay, we're going to bring him back for yeah. one more thing, and we're going to use this excuse to do it. And it just felt so ridiculously See, to me, it felt like you're, you're a parent going. You're really gonna like your new babysitter. Yeah. Like it, you don't need that. Let the kid and the babysitter figure it out themselves. You know, like, like part it, of the interesting part is for her to figure out whatever she's gonna decide right. about the new doctor. And you know, I just feel like having, you know, it, you you shouldn't have to have that. It didn't. It seemed like a crutch to me. I guess. Now, does that play out differently if you've recently watched the name of the doctor? Because Derek, did you recently watch the name of the doctor? A few. Yeah. Well, there is the. I mean, they and they. It's in this episode where the flashback where she's going into the TARDIS um, right after he's had that whatever uh, regenerative blast that destroyed all the Daleks, and he's about to change. And she goes in the TARDIS, and the, before she goes in, she sees the phone is off the hook. And I, I rewatching that, I was like, oh, that's weird. I, I wonder what that's shadowing. about. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's like now we know. Yeah. Uh, I think that. You guys being longtime Who fans, I can understand that can be frustrating to you, but I think a lot of people started watching with Matt Smith and Stephen Moffat. True they that. started watching with the fifth season. Especially Americans. Right, I think yeah, that, and was especially the American Smith, audience. The beginning of them simulcasting it, not simulcasting at the exact same time, but on the same day around the world. Yeah, yeah. And that's a point in which they really upped the broadcasting. In, in America. In America, absolutely. You know, I, I also thought that there was a lo- there were a lot of things where they brought back old jokes. The whole, I, I missed tr- something. Mm-hmm. They did yes. that from there 11th were, Hour. Yeah. And there what was, did I see? What did I yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- then there's the, the... Geronimo. Right, the scarf thing. You know, yeah. oh, I need a long scarf. No, that's stupid. I've outgrown that. You <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, that um, one's stupid. The, the, well, obviously, the reference to the girl in the fireplace, which yep. the whole thing is kind of... Half bell, based yeah. on yeah, yeah, like the ring about. Well, like, I wonder if that's going to come in and, later. Well, those are really cute, and I wonder if the whole the question Times is like this. I miss Amy, right? Uh, they, oh, that was a good one yes, too. Yes, yeah, you know, with her long legs. Um, but the, the whole the question is no. The question is, I wonder if that's going to be his trope, like that that that's going to be his line. You know, that he's always going to be sort of no. Logically, you guys are thinking about this wrong. The yeah. question is whatever, which is I kind of think is an interesting way. It's but a it also, Sherlockian. Well, me. that's what I was mm-hmm. going to say because they she's the uh, Vestra says the game is a foot. The game is a foot, which is kind of like that's from an earlier episode where she was. Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But so there is an interesting. Well, like, there's a Moffat connection. Of course, here. Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I wonder that almost felt a little too. 
crossovery for me because it's also yeah. the Victorian thing and you you have yeah. all that thing. Yeah. But but I, I was it kind of made me go ah ha ha ha. And, and Moffat has recently said that there's not going there's probably not going to be a crossover between <laughs> Sherlock and who. Whatever. Probably. Whatever. <laughs> but looking at this episode, I'm thinking <laughs> maybe maybe. maybe. Yeah. I, you know, it was, I liked how it looked. I did like a lot of things about this. And I did, you know, Peter Capaldi, he is, he's a lot more mysterious in this. And there is a lot more going on in terms of, you don't, you don't really trust this doctor yet. You yeah. don't, he's a little oh, out man, there. I'm so, I'm so down with this doctor. No, this and that's, like and, and that is the thing I, <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to other episodes. I'm, I'm not yeah. being like totally down on this. Just, I'm. I like, know. I like the other it, side of the paper Gag. Yeah, that was cool. And that was, was kind of cool yeah. as like a cute little like, oh, that's clever. But yeah. in terms of in terms of what I'm looking forward to, that's he, a very Moffat he's, thing. He's he's unpredictable. He's a little crazy. Yep. He is definitely not nice, and apparently does not like hugs, which was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, you know, there's there's that stuff. I'm not. You know, I have to say, I know that he picked the costume deliberately to make it easy for kids to dress up as a doctor or as for a cosplay. Which is kind of an awesome idea. Which is an awesome idea. But uh, I'm it's not, not very distinctive. It, I, it's not. It's a little... It's a little, uh, it's a little I wonder if they're going to add pizzazz over it's time. A, it's a little like I might be like a, a vampire or <laughs> yeah. not. And well, maybe well, no, I'll have There's a, no bow tie. Yeah. There's no bow tie, and bow ties are, are. And David Tennant's thing was the Converse shoes. What you know what I mean? And the, the striped. Co- and the it was kind of a hipster kind of look. Yeah. Inside red. Thing yeah, the inside red is cool. Yeah, but you don't. Always, you're but not gonna not... always see that, and it's like he looks a little like a priest to me. I'm not sure that I'm agree- in agreement about this particular outfit. Um, I don't like. It's a little. It's a little just blah to me. I, and so I showed New Anne the new Doctor Who. The, the uh, not the new Doctor Who. The new Doctor. The new Doctor. I am correcting myself, listeners. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I. I <laughs> so we, I showed I showed my partner the picture of the new doctor and said, "Isn't it cool that he chose this costume so that people can easily cosplay at it, uh, cosplay as it?" And New Anne looked at the picture and said, "Yeah, but where's the big scarf? Like, where's the distinctive piece?" Now she's not a Whovian, but she knows about the scarf. Right. She, well, that's the thing because you know it's one thing, and and you know maybe he's going to add something in, like something cool later. Maybe I don't know, but like. The thing is, is that it, it, to want to look like the doctor, you kind of want to look like the doctor for a reason. There has to be something distinctive so people know who yeah. you are. I don't know. I think you're correct. There's not that piece of the costume. People yeah. are going to think he's like Bram Stoker. Well, but, I don't know. It's it's a little like... He, you know, Derek here, though, you said this is you. everything you want this doctor is embodying. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? I think because the three of us are a little... Well, it yeah, wasn't plus. his outfit. Because uh, yeah. the rest I'm, of us didn't give it a big really care. Um, Yeah. Uh, well, and I, I understand it, because I know you weren't a huge Matt Smith fan. You were not. You were waiting for this doctor for a while. Right. So. Um, yeah, he's everything that I... He's, like, darker. Because um, one thing I thought that Tennant did really well in, in Eccleston, too, before him, but I really loved about Tennant the most, was the way he could go, like, really dark and do... You know, do things that this isn't just like some fun-loving guy that travels across the universe. This is uh, a being that has like cosmic responsibility and can do things that are sometimes horrific um, in order to maintain the balance. And I never felt that way with Matt Smith's uh, performance. I never felt like he he was never scary he was ne- he never I never felt like wow he's really he's like powerful I felt 
He's clever. Cute and clever. He's clever. He's cute and clever. I had and he moments. Can come up with that, some things. I had moments though where I felt like he was powerful, but it wasn't a continuous feeling with him. Right. Well, I, and here I do feel like he. I feel like this doctor is an authority. Yeah. They also made the the boyfriend girlfriend flirting thing. I mean, they said it like twelve times during this episode. That, but don't you that, feel you know, like they almost like maybe I'm did a little oversold over, it? A little bit, yeah, it. I think they so. They don't need. They don't yeah. need to go there. We I don't want to hug. I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like they just. But you know, back to our your your and I's uh, our uh, observation in the little pre-show thing that we did. Uh, we wanted to get rid of all. Well, of, we wanted to go back away from all of that relationshipy stuff. So yeah. for us, we should love all that. No, no, and I, I love it. I just, why do you need to hit that point home so much? I mean, I feel like I don't know. It just felt uh, a little, a well, little. I thought, explain I, it to the Star Trek I fans. Thought there was. We don't need any explanation. <laughs> I'm keeping up with you, Bill. I there am were, keeping up. There were. I, I thought there were several things about this episode that were, um, and. Maybe ten was a little high. I, I, was, I was still from the glow. It's already not doing but, that. Uh, no, no, no. I, I was still stand by my ten. But uh, <laughs> that's what we call in the business there, cognitive dissonance yeah. and rationalization. <laughs> um, there did seem to be a lot in this episode that was um, addressing concerns and criticisms that people yeah. ha- had had Agreed. of the show, and yeah, that absolutely. they were anticipating people having of the show. They're like, "Oh, we don't like the fact that he has a Scottish accent. We don't like the fact that he's older." And I think they were trying to nip all these mm. kinds of complaints. I don't, in the I don't mind that he's older at all. I think that that's kind of cool that it he's like an older doctor. And yeah. you know, the original like he's, the as, start he's of as, as old as the original actor. Right, right. So yeah. I think that that's cool. I also really, I mean, I think he does. He is clearly he has clearly done his homework. He is figuring out who who his doctor will be, which is very cool. I'm really. Yeah. I think that I'm takes ex- time. It, it does, but I'm really excited to see what he does with it. I have a lot of... I'm very positive on this. So my number that I gave it is not, you know... It's not a reflection of Peter Capaldi's work. Oh, yeah. No, I actually think one of the things that re- really um, um, stuck with me was um, how well acted yeah. this was. I think Peter Capaldi... He's the only Oscar-winning um, doctor. He has an Oscar? He has, he's got an Oscar. For um, for some British movie, I don't know, but nice. he's got an Oscar. <laughs> nice. Um, and I, I'm sure other doctors have won BAFTAs, um, but this oh. is... Oh! <laughs> well, I, I thought it was... <laughs> it was a well... It well, was a very... I, I can't wait to see what kind of response that <laughs> gets from people. Send your complaints <laughs> to H.A. Conrad. At, um, you know, it... He did a really nice job playing this character, and you know one of the things I'm wondering is, did this doctor attempt murder? Yeah. What do you guys think? What do well, you- I don't know. I'm also really curious about the last little scene there in Missy. this with Who is Missy. This? I don't know if oh, I like is that girl. Missy. What is, is Missy? Stuff? I think is that like she's a, like the new Big Bad? It's clearly going to be. She's got to be a Big Bad. Gonna, is it? Is it a Time Lord prison they're in? What are they in? It's kind of. I don't know. It looks a little but bit I think like we're, they're in the Phantom I think we're going to find out mm. where the faces come from when are they in a holodeck? Okay, let's. How wait, about, wait. Say that again, Derek. I think we're going to find out where the faces come from when he regenerates. Oh, I see. What you're saying. Well, that's making me think of the curator from 50th anniversary. Right. right. One exactly. Of, one yeah. of my ideas is like this is a the doctor far in the future has gained power over his regeneration, regenerates into Tom Baker because why wouldn't you? Uh-huh. And has retired. So, do you think he's going to find find out more about regeneration? I think. so. I mean, well, he started a new cycle. So yeah. maybe Capaldi's just a younger, what's his name? The first one, Hartnett? You think he started an entirely new cycle? <laughs> no, that's what they say. 
In, well, we don't know. Yeah. Just no, no, some, no, like, the, he golden stuff it. came out. Yeah. No, yeah. from the... He clearly says it in uh, The Time of the Doctor. He's like, this is a whole new cycle yep. starting all over again. Yeah, how do they... But how do they justify that? They don't. It's just they they, they're making it up. <laughs> well, yeah, but you yeah. know what? In the beginning, like, in the in the first, like, sure. when Clara they're whispered after, into the crack. Yeah, well, the no, no. Was when they came up with the whole idea of the whole idea of regeneration in the first place, that was also made up, so hey. What do you guys By the way, by the way, Peter Capaldi won his Academy Award for um, Best Live Action Short Film, Franz Kafka's It's a Wonderful Life. Wow. Huh. So there you go. That, now we know. Thank can't, you, can't imagine why you didn't know that and uh, why that didn't just Conrad's trip off of your always tongue. Always got my back. What, what did you guys think of the new TARDIS interior? Uh, it's not just a new interior, it's an exterior too. Oh, really? uh, well, okay, yeah. The, the little windows. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, the yeah. windows are kind of different. Yeah, they're Those more, are different. There's more not... of the tea in the thing. No, okay, no, they the look tea... like, It looks a little bit more futuristic to me on the outside. On the yeah. inside, it's a little bit more retro. You've got chalkboards. You've got all those circle Dalek things. Very metallic. Say, the little it looks comment on... very much like... The Doctor Who TARDIS from the no, movie. Oh, back to the TV um, movie. Which I think was actually I agree with you. Yeah, it's, it's got, got that like the it's got the chair, it's got yeah. the the plush chair, it's got the books. Uh, uh, the, new theme, like, the new theme and the new opening. I don't like the new opening. Well, I the new opening well, is that. fine. Bill, did you like the new Tardis? Um, it's a little like metallic Tardis. and sterile, and I'm not sold on really? it. But but I thought it the, looks more I, homey to me. But I I thought that some of the former ones were a little too steampunky. Mm-hmm. And this not one looks techno- more steampunky to me. This well, one, I don't know. Again, you know, the controls like and stuff old... don't. It doesn't have like typewriters and like all that kind of thing. That, it's got that like they books do. and chairs. It's got books and yeah. chalkboards. Yeah, but that stuff. But that's there's a different. That's like yeah. and there's yeah. There's little bookshelves. It's more like well, yeah, yeah. I think it was this because the control yeah. surface looks more futuristic. Yeah, I also. But you know what? It's not distinctive enough. Much like his outfit. So I'm kind of mm. like. Eh. You know what it looks like? It looks like a Tomorrowland at a little Disney. Bit. It does. Yeah. It's it got does. that color. Little, it's sort of like an exhibit in, in you know, <laughs> like near Space Mountain or something. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's, yeah it's, really, it's, it's kind of, it looked kind of rusty. You know, the they also made like the, a darker. Oh, wait, the opening. Yeah, I we got to talk about okay, the I thought, I thought the opening was fine. The I think it's, I think it's good, but going down the tunnel is classic Doctor Who. Yeah. It's sort of like. You know what it is? I bum, bet you. Bum, 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 uh, bum, 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 no, just, bum, just so Ali can understand this. It's what? like in Star Trek. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but remember when Enterprise, the TV show, came out, it's and been people a were like, long road. "Right," which I love the song. I hate that song. This, I, I don't like this song. Uh, but the opening of it is all showing scenes from like human space stuff. Yeah, it's very nice. But it wasn't. What all of the other Star Trek openings were, yes. which was the ship flying through space, and yeah, you know, and Star Trek fans were really upset about it because they were like, "Wait a minute, this isn't following." Yes, you know, I think it's the same kind of thing with that, where it's great and it's fine, and I like the Enterprise start too, but it's very different than what came before, well, and I think that that that's why I don't like because I mean, this is fifty years old now. Yeah, but so, well, you know what, I really like that they they took this from a night from something that a fan had put up, and I mean. I do think that that's something that they, I hope they paid them. Well, I'm sure well, they it, did. So Moffat explained that our beautiful new title sequence, it's absolutely stunning. It's from an online Doctor Who fan. Billy Hanshaw just decided to make a Doctor Who title sequence and put it on YouTube. I happened to cross it and thought it was the only new idea for a Doctor Who title sequence since 1963. We got in touch and decided what we're going to do that one. So. Uh-huh. 
he really liked the idea that this is visually so different from everything we've seen yeah. before, which absolutely backs up what you're saying, Bill. Yeah. I like it. I, 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 it was, it's fine. And, I mean, it still has this whole very circular feel where you're, you're going down into something, and that's fine. A lot fine. of clocks. You're going into right. a lot and, of clocks. And I felt like the one from, like, the, the original Doctor Who, the original, the Doctor Who logo from 2005. Yeah. Like that weird pill-shaped thing. I don't I like never that. liked that. I never liked that logo. Yeah. And so when they rebooted with Matt Smith, and yeah. it was the, that I really liked. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Um, so uh, it was fine, I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I'll grow. I like the There's face. nothing I could do about it. I like the kind of yeah, the face it was, that it was appears. sort of. It wasn't like his whole face. It was just a little chunk of his face. Yeah. Um. You know. Hey, can I just? There were two other things that I that I noticed. One where she said, "I've called the authorities," and the police came, and he, and Clara said, "Why don't we do that more often?" <laughs> and it kind of reminded me, like, are they going to make the police more like unit? Back in the day. Oh, interesting. Uh, Because, you know, that, like, you know, we have some sort of people here on Earth that are on our team. Yeah. You know, and, like, we're going to call. So I thought that was, like, a call back to those days. I thought that that was sort of, like, a hint for the future. It was definitely a little bit of a. And then there was the the don't breathe, don't blink Mm -hmm. reference. You know, there's the blink reference with the not breathing. So, I mean, there were lots of sort of callbacks for Doctor Who nerds yeah. to make them go, oh, look, haha, I see what they're saying there. Oh, direct yeah. Yeah. Well, I also like seeing uh, Clara in the uh, that era again. Yeah, and the dresses yeah. and again and the stuff. The dresses again, and there's a callback to her theme. Um, that, that, That's uh, a pretty song. It's a, it is yeah. a pretty song, and, and it's played right when she comes out in, that, um, in the era clothing. Um, that was interesting. Um, I think this is a very... It's a promising start. Agreed. I think having watched a ton of Doctor Who per, uh, regeneration episodes this week, I think it's solid. It's better than most of the ones I saw. It's not quite near the best one I saw. Well, on that note, are you ready to enter in to the Infinite Crossover Chamber? Exterminate! The Doctor will be put into the Infinite Crossover Chamber! Oh <laughs> Thank my you, goodness. Thank you, Ali, wait, I have to know how long, how long, how many times did you practice? I practiced that this morning. I knew. I was was debating between that and doing the uh, the TARDIS sound effect, but I couldn't quite pull off the sound effect. No, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. So wait, what's 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 the question today, Uh, So the crossover chamber, we we are pitting Matt Smith's doctor. The 11th doctor. The 11th doctor against, well, now... Peter Capaldi's 12th Doctor 12th slash doc. 13th Doctor, slash depending on do, what... Not what according to Buffett. Okay, well, let's right. stick with 12th Doctor. Let's that, leave it at 12th Doctor. Okay. For those of you who are not aware, some people consider this 12th Doctor to be the 13th Doctor due to the world, or the war Doctor. Yes. Uh, so wait, what's the question, though? Which we prefer? I think, we I think um, uh, Derek, you actually came up with a question for this week. Um, it well, was who... Who would you rather be a companion to? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we're we're so going to debate. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different way. You know, doctors have been compared against each other many times, and we want to do something a little different here. So it's a completely different way of looking at this question. Who would you want to travel in time and space with? The 11th <laughs> doctor or this new 12th doctor? Based upon... One episode versus three seasons. <laughs> well, come on. It can't be a perfect crossover right. chamber. Should, should we start with Derek again? Uh, uh, go for it, Derek. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm really divided. Really? Yeah. You give him a 10, but you don't know if you want to be with him. Well, as a viewer watching a cool story, I would definitely rather watch number 12, if we're using that nomenclature. Right. Um, but as, like, someone who is actually there... Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, clearly, I think uh, this new Doctor is going to go to some more dangerous, darker places. He's going into darkness. Yeah. yeah yes. Hopefully he's not <laughs> going on a Star Trek into darkness. Uh, uh, with plus, a comma there? No, no, plus, no colon. Plus, Derek, he's got those eyebrows. You'd have to look at those eyebrows those are, all the those time. Those are attack eyebrows. Those are attack eyebrows. They might succeed. That was cute. Uh, uh, you guys... Have I, I, I the minority report in this crossover? I'm going 12th Doctor. Here's why. I don't want to be with Doctor who's like half flirting with me all the time. I don't want to go with a well, Doctor. Well, we all know oh, you're you... making assumptions there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No well, I, also... I think we can safely assume that. <laughs> I also don't want to be with a Doctor that says, I'll be right back for you, and then appears like 15, 20 years later when has this Doctor has impacted my whole life and I've been waiting for this Doctor, and then comes, picks me up. The 12th Doctor is... He he needs a help of a companion. He needs a companion more than the eleventh Doctor did um, at this same point in his life. I think as a companion to the twelfth Doctor, you have more opportunity to kind of shape what the journey is going to be. So than, you were saying there's more opportunity for career growth there yeah. as a companion, <laughs> and so, also less opportunity for sexual harassment. Mm, Conrad, mm. you know I'm a little bit torn because I I think that the the eleventh Doctor. Would be he's fun. He's goofy. He likes to dance. He's super strange. Fish sticks and custard. He he's he's funny and whatever and lighthearted. But you know, I'm I'm a darker girl, so I might have to go. I might have to go for the the twelfth doctor. Yeah. I don't know. No, I had to say it yet. Didn't Ooh, say it yet. Oh, I tried to. Give I, I left you hanging too early. Sure too high fiveage there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she totally dissed me. I know. I did. I'm Conrad, sorry. you were really trying to do a mind meld, weren't you? I was a little bit. A little yeah, bit. It was a forced um, mind meld. But you know, I, it's it's such a tough decision because the 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 twelfth doctor. Seems a little unbalanced. Maybe and, maybe Bill and can sway you. While while he showed up there at the uh, like right there for for Clara, I like he he also is a little bit like I don't know. He seems a little mean and he doesn't like hugs. So I don't know. I may have to go. I may have to go for for. I think I'm gonna have to go for eleven. Hmm. Man. Okay. I, Bill, help me out here, man. I, okay. Go ahead, Derek. Say what you're gonna say. I th- I mean I was a little excited. I you know I think. Oh, you're going to decide with Ollie. I know it. Well, I think I... Well, it's because of what you said. It's because of what you brought up. And you're like, he's a little mean. So you um, like people to abuse you? You're that kind of guy? Well, I think it's... Abuse? I, there's no abuse that has happened yet. He is... Not um, yet. He, I mean, there's a little chiding that he gave to... Or a little teasing that he gave to Clara, but... I don't want to travel when, around with my dad. I want to travel around with a fun person. That's true, but um, when he, uh, push came to shove... He got, I mean, when he's, like, shoving the, that android against the wall, and he's just, like, yelling at him. That was, like, Mr. Angry Face right there. And it's kind of like, who do you want to be the person that's protecting you in this crazy universe where, like, anything could happen? Do you want, uh, you know, clever, charming Matt Smith, or do you want a doctor that's going to be able to, you know, kick ass and take names when uh, it comes down to it? Well, as long as he's not kicking your ass. That's true, and that, I guess that remains, that remains to be seen of how that 
Uh, you know, you guys keep on. calling the twelfth doctor mean. I don't think he's mean. I think he's uh, kind of confused. He's dealing with some strong right. emotions. Curmudgeonly. Here. How about curmudgeonly? Not, I wouldn't even call him a he's curmudgeonly. He's a little curmudgeonly. I'd not say, based on um, this. I wouldn't say that at all. Aggressive, maybe. Aggressive. Where or, are you guys getting this? Okay. Did you did you not see the angry face? Did you not see the attack guy? <laughs> I, I didn't see an angry face. <laughs> I saw a guy who's struggling to understand who he's become. I'm seeing a guy who's dealing with a lot of confusion, some anxiety, some uh, like powerful emotions. I'm not seeing an angry guy. Always in therapeutic mode right true, now. But, um, it's my job. What about the, the the last scene where he's struggling? He has that conversation with the the head android, and. Where you see all those things, those are really interesting to watch throughout the episode. When he gets to that point and he has, he begins that conversation. I mean, he starts it with, "I've got a really bad feeling. I'm gonna have to kill you." <laughs> I mean, he's not showing his confusion to an enemy. He's not. You don't see that. He no, seems collected. And, and do you, do you know why he's angry? Because he says, "Look down over there. I never see them as small people." He's protecting Earth as the Doctor does. That is a Doctor. In his finest, uh, finest quality, the Doctor as a protector of of this wonderful planet we live on. Derek, I don't think you like Earth. You have something against humans. Wait, no, no, I I like it when he's that way. I, mm. Wait, so you're yeah. saying you'd rather work with that Doctor then? Yeah, I would feel safer probably. All mm. right, so you're. But on- would you like it? <laughs> <laughs> See, you're not I answering that. Which would you prefer? I have is the which would you prefer? Philosophical conversations okay. with the so twelve, twelve, eleven. Mm-hmm. Is that where we're at, Bill? Okay. Okay. Can I say that all the other doctors, when they've regenerated, there's always been this sense that the doctor is the one person on the show that you had. There's no question that you can trust them. You know, like the the doctor always knows what's right. The doctor always knows what to do. The doctor. So far with this guy, I don't get that feeling yet. I don't trust him. I mean, he's still the doctor. He regenerated. He's, you know, he's, he's all those things still. But there's this, I don't automatically. He's, he's, he's not the guy that, that, that I would put all my weight on yet. And I've always felt that way in the past. Like, even when Matt Smith, the first thing when he pops out of the mm-hmm. thing and he's talking to Amelia, and yeah. you're like, oh, my God, hey, it's the doctor. Look, he's silly. He's whatever. But, like, he'll figure it out. Yep. There's always this faith. Even, and, and, and even with, uh, well, going all the way back. But we don't have to go all the way back. Um, no, go all the way back. Yeah, go all the way back. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I mean, okay, we'll go back to Tenant. You know, Tenant's like, you know, asleep, whatever it is. That wasn't all the way back. It, that was just a little I bit just, back. I was going the next one back. Okay. And then, and then, this you is going to take a while, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wakes up, and, you know, all of a sudden, he's like, okay, here I am. Like, and I'm up now. And, and he's yep, going to do and it. And I'm going to take care of it. Oh, yeah, you know, the whole, the whole sure. you know, blood control thing. I haven't seen this in years, you yeah. know. Um, I wonder, I... I feel like I, this doctor arrived at that point, though, however, by the end of the episode. However, yes. yeah, perhaps. But Derek said the correct answer. I, I, <laughs> I, I will say that I don't know where he is going, where this show is going, where he's taking the TARDIS. And it's much more adventurous feeling 
than it has been in the past. There's a confidence with the other doctors when they do sign off on their first episode that like, oh, we're oh the next episode here. is going to be yeah. fun and whatever it is. Yeah, this yeah. one, it's like, wow, I have no idea where they're going. No, and I like that, but I don't necessarily want to be a companion to that doctor. Well, if you know I like, as, look, as Derek says, I like watching it. The, Would I want to work for it? The companions no. almost never die, so you can trust that you're just going to be on a fun ride. So I am going to vote for 12. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Conrad. Sorry. I don't agree with any of you. I That's love, okay. I love Matt Smith, and I would say Matt Smith, except Matt Smith would, yeah, he'd, he'd probably flirt. Clearly, too. the three of you do not work in the corporate world. You do not, <laughs> you do not understand what you're asking for. That's all I can say. Uh, dear listeners, let us know who you'd rather be a companion with, the 11th Doctor or the correct answer, which is the 12th Doctor. <laughs> well, it's very close. It's oh, very close. It is very close. Yeah. I could go for either of them. Yeah. I might be with Matt Smith. Oh, I was going to say over David Tennant. Definitely over Eccleston. Over David Tennant? Really? No way. No. <laughs> I think, here, let me bring it all together. I think we can all agree that if we get to choose between all the doctors, we're all going to pick the fourth doctor. Mm. <laughs> no, I'd go with the third. Really? What? <laughs> All right, let's let's close the doors on the TARDIS that's, that's here. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, it's, we're closing the doors. Um, and uh, let's go into our top five. Conrad, what do we have in our top five this week? In our top five, we are picking top five moments of regeneration. So these could be... These are not just necessarily restricted to the episodes with regeneration, but basically when the doctor knows that he will be regenerating and, and things surrounding that. So, How'd you guys pick, make your choices here? What do you uh, mean, how? Like, what was your criteria? Uh, <laughs> uh, memorable. Mem- memorability. Yeah, <laughs> memorability. Impact, impact too, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's, fun. There's, uh, yeah, there's some, some fun. Some are silly. There's some silly ones too. I think it's like a different thing for each one of mine, perhaps. Yeah. But are we, can I just ask one question here? Are we just limiting this specifically to the doctor? Oh, interesting. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Or Ooh, that are we including good. other Time Lords? Oh. Let's, oh. We never specified. Wow, Conrad, nice. I think, Conrad, we only specified oh, top shoot. doctor. <laughs> All right, number five's no. changing. No, let's, <laughs> I have no idea as a... As a limited Whovian as I am, I have no idea what just happened here, but something is going down. <laughs> Let's it's... find out what's happening. I think I know what they're... Okay, all right. All right. All right. Bill, what's your number five? Well, no, no, no. We'll start with Derek again. All right. Derek gets to start. around the table. Well, what do you I got, Derek? I don't think you guys are going to like my, my four and well, five. Why do you see wait, this? Go wait, for it. Well, my number just five a... is um, seeing uh, the... So, the the seventh TV doctor. movie. Is this yeah. a TV movie? It's the scene the seventh doctor changed. Are all five doctor. of your choices and now, a TV movie? <laughs> no, no, they're not. Are um, you sure? Are you sure, Derek? <laughs> no, I'm very sure. It's okay if and, it is. Nobody's judging you here much. Oh, oh, really? That's not the impression <laughs> I get. Um, I think because I saw it when I was 15, it was like, and, and for years I was kind of like, oh, that was really cool. I wonder what that was because I heard it was a series. And it wasn't until years later in college that I realized it had been Doctor Who. Um, and so I think it had, you know, whenever you see anything when you're younger, around that age, you're like, oh, that's, you know, and that was the first time I had encountered that concept of, like, uh, an alien that could change bodies, and it seemed, it was really cool. It was my first uh, experience with the whole Doctor Who premise, and I loved it, and I thought it was great, and 
I like the fact that it's, it's more it's more of like a build up. It's more of a uh, kind of a process, which I. It's something that I'm not as big a fan of in the British series, where it's just like light shoots out of him, and he changes immediately. Uh, there is kind of you get to see like his face shifting and morphing. There's like lightning shooting off of him. It's this so it was the drama of it all. I don't know if this is drama. I thought it's <laughs> it felt more like a process instead of like just um, a religious transfer or a you know, fantasy type experience. Okay, not bad. And it's got the nostalgic thing. All right, Conrad, what's your what's your number five? Uh, so my number five is not... I didn't like how they did this in the series because it was a little bit weird and it's nothing like the normal Time Lord regenerations. Uh, but, you know, um, there is a point when Romana regenerates um, and she was played by Mary Tam for a bit and... I really, really like Lala Ward, so Yay, so the Lala fact Ward. so so this is my favorite regeneration moment. Okay, for those of you on the other side of the table, I have no uh, idea what you during, just talked during during wonk 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 is dur- all I heard. During Tom Baker's, uh, that's uh, the guy with the scarf, right? Yes, that's the guy with the scarf. There was another Time Lord who was a lady, Romana. Whoa, yeah. who was with him for I think eight episodes or something. It was the Key to Time series, so it was, mm-hmm. and then a little bit extra. And in the middle of it, she regenerated into this other character, this other actress named Lala Ward, who is incidentally married to Richard Dawkins, which we talked about in and, the and was also at some point involved with Tom Baker. Yeah, she was, was married, married to Tom, to Tom Baker. Baker, and then was introduced to Richard Dawkins by Douglas Adams, who wrote for Doctor Who in the nineteen seventies. I think that this is a good. Five pick. Yes. Good so that's yeah. my, but, but but the mechanism of the regeneration, yeah. I've always had problems with. And it she was just super kinda, weird. She kind of tried out different bodies, and yeah, then that she was weird. And it was super oh, really? strange. And it was silly, and then suddenly she ends up, and it's Lala yeah, Ward. You could but argue that super, it was non-canon, but it's yeah. a precedent that the Doctor could develop, uh, and that not a, the that Doctor choose a some can develop some control. control over. Over. Yeah, but that was that was an older. And it's thing. not it's not clear whether and, it's because she was a female time lord. I don't know. But, but the doctor always did I mean, he would regenerate and then he'd look in a mirror and then he's always sort of the oh, I hate this, it's all about me, is. I don't like this about me. Yeah. But the, yeah, Romana it seemed like she had more control. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say though, at the time, the doctor's always sort of been uh on the run from Gallifrey. Where Romana was sort of lent to him by Gallifrey just right. for a short amount so of time. So she wasn't in so trouble. So maybe she lent was, to him. That well, sounds. And yeah. she was. She was. She was put together with him to do this thing. So maybe she, being more in with the the guardians, as it were, uh, has more, have have more control sure. over it. I don't know. But yeah, good number five. I I agree, and I have a mind meld with you on number five. Huh. Really? Yep. Well, nice. So I'll eat number five. Okay. Wait, so when I said that initial thing, oh, that you, I was you like, oh, like, yeah. Go ahead. Wow, wow. <laughs> I, have, I have a big crush on Lala Ward. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, um, my number five is uh, the Ninth Doctor's first appearance in Rose. Um, here's why um, I went for it. Um, now, first off, I, I should say I watched a ton of Doctor Who this week to prep for this. I watched a ton of the regeneration episodes. A lot of them are pretty bad. They're not like good Doctor Who memorable episodes. So... Are you speaking classic? I'm I'm speaking classic and new. Yeah. Um, But I I think Rose should be on this list because it's the first time we're seeing Doctor Who back on TV uh, minus the the TV uh, movie for a very long time. Um, That's, like, such a good point because, well, 
as a person who is a big fan of the show, seeing that episode was so exciting to me. Absolutely. And I love, one of the things I love about this episode is there's no uh, regeneration amnesia. I really like, I think that. Well, because we don't know how long he's been yeah, around. We, no. He just appears. So this is not, I mean. It's he his appears appearance. and he says, run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the doctor. Run for your life. I love that moment right there. Yeah. Um, run for your life. So it's not the greatest episode, but I do think it. someone needs to put it on, on the list. So that's my number five. I just, I feel compelled to say technically that's not a regeneration. Uh, it's, it's not. It's fair not. Enough. But it, okay. fair it's enough. new doctor, I guess. Right. But okay. it's new okay. doctor. It's being, so. it's getting to know the it's doctor, getting, which right. is the spirit of all the regeneration episodes. Yes. yes. I, I can get, I can agree. I think I, I, I agree with that choice. Poor ninth doctor. We're probably never going to see that regeneration. No, we did in um, the time of the doctor. Wait, no. Day of the doctor. Day of the doctor. Do we see it in the day of the doctor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Very John. briefly, you see his face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Number four. Let's yeah. mix it up. No, we've been picking on Derek okay. a lot. Uh, Bill, I'm going to give it over to you. You're going to give it to me. You know, yeah. it's funny. I, I I was going to use one, and now I'm I'm going to change it up. Mostly because... Oh, wait, are you pulling a Conrad? That's the Conrad like method. That's what yeah. Conrad does? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I, I thought... Okay. The, the, the end of Patrick Troughton's... Um, the second Doctor's... Uh, what, was it, what would be the correct word? Time span. Yeah, okay. Well, is, is, there's an episode called The War Games, right? So it's very long. It's like 10 hours long. It's black and white. It's kind of a neat episode. But at the end if of you, it... If you can get through 10 hours. If you can say. get through 10 hours of it. I think it's on YouTube, actually. Um, but um, where he gets he gets captured, and basically they stick him on Earth as, 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 as a... Uh, they like force him there as an imprisonment, which is why most of the third Doctor, he's on Earth, hanging out with Unit... But they also, I think they force him to regenerate, and they send him to well, Earth they, as, as they like a prison, right? Or, well, yeah, they, well, like, they, they, yeah, they kind of like remove the second Doctor, right? They sort of like push him along, uh, and and I just like the idea that in that transition, not only does he become a new person, but the show takes a really big turn in the fact that sort of now. There's, well, and this is the first time they had come up with this. This was like yeah. The, well, this was the no. Well, this is the second regeneration, the second. but the first but time no, they but called this it. This is the a, first time that they yeah. called it that. And, and it was called a renewal before. Right? Yeah, and so there is there's a certain amount of now. Some people say that the BBC did that because they had to lower the budget, so they made it all on Earth instead of going to different planets. <laughs> I, and I that's why the third that. Doctor was was there. But but I just I like the idea that that there was a reason why the Doctor you know, uh, regenerated and, and he didn't want, he didn't want to do it and they forced him to, and it turned the whole show around. So my number four is, is, is the transition between, uh, two and three hmm. as a whole. Cool. And, and the, and the circumstances around it, like the fact that they forced him to, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of neat. Anyway, that's my number four. Very good one. Yeah. Conrad, what do you got? Uh, my number four is, uh, the parting of ways. And that is the Eccleston to tenant, Transformation, so that is uh, uh, nine to ten. Nine to ten. Um, what about it? It's you know, there's. It, I think I think Eccleston has gotten a lot of bad press, and you know, there's there's some things that I've seen. I know I know there's been a lot of controversy in terms of, you know, he, that he wouldn't go. He he didn't want to get to be in the the fiftieth anniversary episode. Um, which made me very sad because I think that that would have been so cool, and and he was very much missed. 
Um, yeah. And I picked this partially because I, I just think he he really did do a great job, and he brought the Doctor back. He brought he brought the series back. I think he doesn't get enough credit for that. Um, and I think he did an admirable job and was a really interesting rendition of the Doctor. And um, so I was actually very sad when that finale happened, um, when Rose, you know, takes on the uh, time vortex and he has, and basically he knows he has to die. And it's a really heartbreaking moment between the two of them. It gets a little cheesy, truly, truly. But, and then it's just suddenly... David Tennant and it's just it's it's bittersweet because you see Tennant and you're kind of like and it is it was the the first moment where I'm like oh I don't know if I'm gonna like this new doctor (laughs) (laughs) because you just see a little glimpse of him when he's in the clothing and stuff and it's um and basically I kind of felt like Rose felt when she like sees David Tennant which is like who the heck are you and so it was just this really great moment so that's why I'm number four I think that's a good pick. And yeah. uh, for you, puny Whovians, I, I perfectly understand uh, one of the reasons why he didn't want to be in the 50th anniversary episode. It's very similar to what happened to Leonard Nimoy when they offered him the part in Generations, he, Star Trek Generations. He looked at the script and he said, you don't, I'm basically just a cameo here. And Moffat had meetings with Erickson and said, you know, here's the role, what do you think? And he's like, well, this could be any doctor. You don't really need me in here. So uh, I don't I, well I also don't think he realized how much fans really would have loved to see him. Yeah, and that's that's the truly sad part here because I think he, he was sorely missed there even if it would have been a small scene it would Well, have been and I saw him. Moffat say, "Look, you know, I tried to sit down with him, but Moffat was also like, "Look, I understand where he's coming from yeah. too." And he's like, "I tried to do it, it didn't happen, but it was still and it was a fantastic episode." So if I was the know. doctor, if I ever played the doctor, I would be so jazzed to go back, even if just for like a half a day of shooting. Wouldn't it be fun just to because you're it's it's something much bigger than you one much bigger well, than one you role. Saw, you saw I think you're a little like, biased, Bill. <laughs> well, I think I mean, look, it's a show. I mean, you're part of a thing that's been around for fifty years. Like but you can't spare even, a half a day to go be part. I don't know. Even surrounding the episode, see, seeing the other the actors who had played the doctors when they were going around and they did that yeah. funny little. Those all, oh, did you there see all those? A, yeah, there was they're a great, really nerdy. There's a great interview. Sylvester McCoy is like running around and he, <laughs> they're wow. trying to sneak on. He did set. not age well. They're trying to like sneak on. It's a cute little yeah. whatever short, and you know what? It just shows they generally people have a good feeling about this. So I was sad about Eccleston, but what can you do? There's a great interview with Tom Baker where they ask him, you know, what do you think about us still asking you about Doctor Who after all these years? And he goes, My boy, I uh, never stopped being the Doctor. Yeah. I'm the Doctor. David Tennant's the doctor. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith is a doctor. For the rest of their lives, they'll be the doctor. And yep. I think there is this great pride that many of the actors do about um, carrying this torch forward for this yeah. for this amazing sci-fi franchise. Um, I'm going to go uh, with my number four, which is a good uh, tie-in to yours, Conrad. Um, my number four is A Christmas Invasion, which was the first full Doctor, 10th Doctor episode. Um, I put this here because I think... Like my number five pick, this was a great introduction to what regeneration means to this new generation of fans. I thought there were some fun moments, um, including his him quoting the Lion King, um, seeing the big red button, and uh, Satsuma. <laughs> yeah, Satsuma. <laughs> Actually, so I will I will tell you, we didn't quite get a mind meld. But that was my number three. Ah, now why is it your number three? 
Um, because it is the introduction to to the tenth Doctor. Oh, I don't know what kind of man I am and exactly. all that stuff. Yeah, that and was there's, like there's some fantastic. It's all am I a fighter? Am I a love? You know, it's, it's all like untested. Whole, yeah. yeah, this whole it's idea. It's untested. Also, there is a fantastic little like just at the very end where he he's trying on the new wardrobe and you get to see the wardrobe. Yeah, which like you always want to see and a bit of the TARDIS. So yeah. so to be able to see that piece of and they're it waiting for was him so at exciting. Dinner. And they're all waiting for him, and it's yeah. like. And you see the That's outfit, cute. and it was really, it was cute. And I also, you know, oh, I wanted to be a ginger. I wanted like, to be a ginger. But how much softer that is than what we just watched today. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. totally you know, yeah. But I think that that shows you just sort of how great yeah. the show is, because it yeah. has, it, you can have that wide spectrum. Every doctor could be different. Every doctor can be like... Have a different style and a different flair. Such a such an amazing show for that reason. A very creative show for that reason. And that premise alone just gives you such amazing things. I agree. I'm and, with and you. also that I think that's why it has the longevity it has yeah. is because it can change so much. So wait, were we missing Derek? We're four? missing Derek. Derek, your number four. Um, my number four is uh, contained in a mini episode, which was the Night of the Doctor, where we see. Paul McGain, my my boy that no one else likes. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know every epi- your pick, every of, of your picks is related to the TV movie. Um, but you know what? No, well, no. It's not. Let him finish. This. Let him finish. This, this was a this mini episode. But um, I think the reason why I like it so much is because we see the uh, origin of the War Doctor. Yeah. And he's one of my favorite aspects of the. Uh, of this universe. Of the and Doctor's it connects lifetime. the old to the new, right? Yeah, it does. It does in a very neat way. That's sort of the it, missing link. Yeah, exactly. It is like the missing For decades. Link. And well, not for decades, but for a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's a missing link. And so I think, yeah, I think we've seen the regeneration of every doctor. Well, I guess it was uh, when John Hurt changes. But uh, yeah, we get to see the regeneration of every doctor, and I was really glad we got to see that. And um, it also... It gave insight into whether the mystery of whether or not the the doctors can the doctor can choose or Gallifreyans I guess can choose their what they're like. True. Yep. And the sisterhood, or, or of, is it, or is it what Gallifrey or whatever does control thinks that the next doctor needs to be in order to do his job? Well, I, yeah, I think it, it's ambiguous though, but it, it because offers that goes to today into, when they said like why did they choose this and like right, why did he make me so right. There yeah. is a question of like, well, who decides that? Is it and, some sort of higher power, or you know? Yeah, which makes you wonder: was Mo- did Moffat even have like? I mean, he must have had the idea in mind for what was going to happen this season. Yeah, back then, so maybe he was even working some of that in there. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and but he I goes almost to, forgot about that little mini episode. Yeah, I loved it. I yeah, didn't I forget kidding. about that. That's my number two pick, Derek. Oh, it's oh. my number two regeneration <laughs> moment. I think it's so. <laughs> I, um, I love. I, I, I just love seeing that little bit of the time war and um, the eighth doctor saying, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the doctor and the person on that ship saying, I don't need a doctor. Get out of here. Like the fear. She hated it. She hated, she, yeah, yeah, she hated it. She's afraid. Absolutely. Well, and you see some of that anger that he has towards himself 
um, he says, physician, heal thyself, says the names of his uh, companions from the audio series. Yes, which was a great which, acknowledgement. Which is so cool, which, that, yeah. which is, I think, so interesting with the BBC. It's such a more of a mature way of integrating different aspects of canon than we have sure. here in America. Well, there, I'm Star sure Trek there's still stuff Wars. that doesn't work out, you know what I mean? No, but, they it, ignore. But, but they do integrate some of it. Yeah. And I think when you see the war doctor saying, doctor, no more, and that questioning of the identity and who he is and what's about to happen it is such a great little moment i loved watching uh it wasn't it's episode. very mystical isn't it like there's yeah. sort of yeah. priests kind the of thing sisterhood of karn i which fits in with up. the eighth doctor i think and his tardis and that tv movie i think it actually did tie in a lot of that really well yeah wait so that's just four, that's derek's number four that's, that's number four okay derek's but number I, four I my wonder, number two okay i wonder if um what that ceremony they went through did it have an actual influence? Yeah. Or was it just some, you know, was it just like a kind of like, you know, uh, religious or meditative thing to help him, you know, decide who he is on his own? Like, does, does he have that ability on his own? And that was just a way to kind of like channel it through his subconscious? Or is it just like what he expects and what you think? And that he sort of became oh, the war doctor yeah. because he thinks he's the war he, doctor. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, what if that's a whole, that, what if that's a placebo? Hmm. I don't know. But also she does say, do you want to be a woman? So yeah, yeah. We I think that acknowledges the fact that they oh. can change gender if they want to. Well, it says instead of being random, male or female, this or that, and yeah. I'm like, really random? We've had like 13 doctors now. <laughs> They're all white men. Come on, BBC. Yeah. yeah, I know. Look, I'm fine with different kinds of men, but I like a gender change. I mean, that changes. I think that changes their. That I, think would that be, would, I think that would be fantastic. See, I feel like I feel like there are female, t- there are women time there. lords, and I think that I think that changing genders would change the 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 persona a little. You know too what it much. would change? It would, all it would change is what bathroom the doctor goes to, and that's about it. I doubt it. He only has one bathroom in the TARDIS. That it wouldn't even change that. <laughs> no, I don't really. I don't actually really know that. I'm my number three was Ali's number four. So, so it was we're going. The, it was the Christmas invasion. So we need Derek and Bill's number three pick. Um, and maybe mine, too. <laughs> and maybe mine. And mine, too. <laughs> I, my number three was actually in this episode we just watched. Oh, was, um, nice. The conversation he has with the, with the drunk uh, in, the, in the alley. And where he actually is, he's actually questioning. I mean, I guess it's the kind of thing that Tennant does more whimsically in The Christmas Invasion. But he's like, you know, what made me this way? Why am I this way? Um, and it's really... He's, he's confusion. And he's trying to figure it out. And he's like... And he, it's almost like he felt like he's had something decided for him. Um, and so I think it was just... It kind of addresses the idea of what defines the next incarnation like what what is their personality like and what do they lose what did they gain um in a more serious kind of philosophical light than we really see or i i'm not familiar with the classic ones but in where we see anywhere else in the show sure so i think that's fair i would agree with you that was a great moment plus it had some amazing lines in it as well yeah, yeah. it was well written yeah yeah definitely uh, uh no. go? I'll go, go. Yeah, I'll give my number three. Uh, my number three pick is Robot, 
the fourth doctor's regeneration. Um, so he's with the unit doctor, and he's saying, you're not fit. And I just love, I love the, ninth, not fit, I'm the doctor. No, doctor, I'm the doctor. You might be the doctor, but I'm the doctor. The definite article, you may, you might say. <laughs> the definite <laughs> article. <laughs> I love, love it. it. Uh, That's why it's in there, just that uh, little bit. Mind mouth. Yeah. Now, the the reason why I liked it, uh, the dialogue is great there. And a little silly, but also really, you know what? You know what I liked about Tom Baker's doctor is that there was, there was this certain, well, yeah, he was, (laughs) but he was, he was in charge and somehow arrogant without sounding arrogant. Mm. And I don't know what it was. Well, he was it was a something little, about the way he, he was spoke. A little, he was a little loopy, too. Yeah, loopy so, enough so, so that it was disarming, so that you didn't yeah. notice how arrogant he was actually there, there, being. There was a sense of humor about it yeah. that wasn't, It, it was know. also him going in and out of the TARDIS and changing clothes, and then he comes out the wearing scarf. the scarf. And yeah. If you've watched years of Tom Baker, then you go back and watch that episode, you get, it's, a, it's sort of like, um, you know, it's sort of like Norm coming into the bar. You're like, hey! <laughs> It's the guy, you know. There's the scarf, and here we are. Um, so, so yeah, that, that would be my number three as well. Conrad, what do you got for us? Are, am I two? Number two, I guess. Number it two? Is, right? Oh wait, wait, yeah, we already have your number three. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, did you do your number three? Did we just talk? Yours was the. Mine was, oh, okay. Mine was. Time. This is getting wibbly wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so number twos, uh, Conrad. Let's see. Uh, my number two is uh, the appearance of the eleventh Doctor. Um, I I think, and it's you know what it wasn't. This is the thing. I was very skeptical of Matt Smith um, when he first when he was first announced. I was, and I thought that uh, the eleventh hour was was what are you are you giving me a hard time? No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. That's my number two as well. I, I Wait, um, what's what uh, part of his? Oh, the oh, this is the thing. So, so I thought when when it was first announced that he was going to be the Doctor, I was truly skeptical. I I just really thought he was way too young. Um, he really, to me, didn't have the gravitas to be the Doctor. At least what I saw of him, and this is only me no- seeing him as like the actor. And he had done like a couple, of, you know, sort of teaser things, and I was just like, no, 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 no. And then the episode came on, and first of all, the production value was way up. So this is something the to do. The lighting in that yard every, when they came every, across it. Yeah, oh, everything was really beautiful. The music. The music yeah. was amazing, mm-hmm. but also his interaction bum, 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 um, with bum, bum, young Amy Pond yes. I thought was incredible. The, um, That's my number two. Pond, well. The fairy tale name. Really? Yep. Really? You, yeah. know what, you know what it was for you me? Guys, it was the fish sticks and custard. Guys, and it's the, whole it's, it's, it's the, the kitchen sequence. Yes, the kitchen sequence. That kitchen scene is arguably one of the top five scenes in all of Doctor oh, Who. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's just fantastic. So it's that moment. It's everything that makes Doctor Who great is and, in that kitchen scene. And yes. then there's the ending scene where he's up on the roof talking to the, the Atraxi, and they do this fantastic, basically, I think, it's like it's just this callback, and they show all the Doctors. And then he walks through the last one. Yeah, yeah. it was really it was a really great entrance for him. So I didn't really pick a moment, but I thought that that episode was ridiculously well done. I remember when you and I were sitting here watching that with, I think, my sister and my brother-in-law. And, and, and then they left, and we wanted to watch it again. Yeah, and I, I, I remember what, you know, once, once the Doctor came in, and they were, yeah, doing the whole thing, and then the whole, you know... Box falls out of a sky, man falls out of box, like, and there you sit, but you're scared of a crack in the wall. You know, that must be some crack. I, I just, I, there was this glow that I had, because I love the Moffat episodes that you were talking about, Derek. 
there was this glow that it's like, oh my god, if this whole thing is going to be like this scene, like this ten minutes, it gave me like goosebumps. I was like, if yes. this if this is what <laughs> Moffat Doctor Who is going to be like, like, like this production works. quality, this kind of writing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, arguably sure, but like at the time, I was like, oh my god, like that it gave me, you know, that made me really excited about the future. So my number two as well. Yours too. Uh, the kitchen scene, yeah, in particular, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, yeah, yeah. Everything you guys, said. this is my number one pick. Oh, oh! the eleventh hour. Oh, okay, of course it is going to be because you started with him. It right? has to yeah. be, yeah. So when I was asking around for recommendations of episodes to get to that are a good introduction to understand who Doctor, who the Doctor is, uh, my friend Jose Cardona, who's we've had on the show. Jose! Jose, what's up, Jose? Um, he said, "Oh, you got to watch the eleventh hour." And I watched it, and I got those goosebumps. Like, yeah. It is such it's an exciting. It's such an exciting episode, and it's such a great introduction to this character, his psychology. There's no existing companion. We're coming in here True. with a brand new companion, Rare. a brand new doctor, a brand new theme. Um, it was um, such an exciting episode. I think it stands up as one of the best Doctor Who episodes, period. True. Like, yeah, I think I'd it can be on a top on ten list, not just top ten new Doctor Who right, regeneration right. Yeah, episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just an amazing episode. I, I love watching this episode. Wow. Ollie's number one. Do we, we already had your number two, right? Yeah, I'm all you're all, you're done. all bent out. Yeah, all right. I'm just right. gonna sit Sarah, here what was now your number one? Keep my mouth shut. My number one was uh, from the TV. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I use my number five um, again? Uh, my number one is not from that one, <laughs> but, but the commercial and I for hope, the Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hope this. I think this counts uh, as we were discussing the criteria earlier, but. It's my favorite moment in the show so far, and it's in a really crappy episode, <laughs> um, which kind of sucks because I, I love it so much, but it's the episode's pretty bad. And it's the end of time, which is Tenet's last episode. Mm. And oh, are you, when he says goodbye to everybody? No, no. I actually don't <laughs> like that. Because no. I'm going to have to argue with you. I, no, it's not that one. Although it's I like the, seeing Jack Harden. I actually, I actually thought that kind of ruined the powerful yeah. okay. emotion. It's, it's the before. knocking, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the, Wait, knocking. the knocking. No, it was when <laughs> he was... Um, he has to make a choice whether to give his own life in exchange for Donna's father. Right. Wilf. Yeah, who, while he was a very entertaining and a character I think everyone loved, he was he's pretty minor and he's not that important. Yeah, and he's an old man. He's a human, so he's at the end of his life. And you know, the, we don't know how old number ten was, um, but presumably he could go on to live many years before regenerating again using one of his regenerations. But I just he kind of has this just incredible monologue where he debates with himself and he's, it's uh, it's very antagonistic towards yeah. uh, Wilf. And he's like, uh, why should I have to die for you? He's like, I'm so much better than you. He says all the things that you would actually be thinking the audience as opposed yeah. to being like humble and like, uh, Oh, of course I'll die. Every, every life matters. Um, he's saying all the, all the things that are true that would any rational person would be considering and weighing. And and then there just comes the moment where he's like, no, I can't do that because that's not who I am. 
And I think... And it's really sad, too. It's also... It is. Like this, it's well, I, incredibly... It's, but yeah. it's a very strongly... It's it's a well-written... There is yeah. also that sense where the whole episode, it's sort of... He knows it's coming, and he knows, like, the person who knocks is going to do it. And then it turns out it's Wilf inside, yeah, locked inside knocks. the cage. Yes. Okay. And that, and then in, and you can see this look on David Tennant's face. He's like, yeah. he's, he's like, oh. Because he's, you know, he's gotten yeah. rid of the... Yeah, everything's all done. Everything's we, taken we care won. of. Yeah. He got rid of the master. Everything's... Safe and sound. It's yep. okay. He saved the human race yet again. It's time for him to go off. And then, yeah, and then he hears the knock. Mm. And it's yeah. I agree. No, that's a good one. And um, I think it's Davy's best writing on the show. And I think it's Jen's best acting. I have to go back and watch the end of that episode. That's yeah. a good pick, Derek. Good pick, Derek. And, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, wow. I'm finishing out strong. Or you want uh, me to do it? What the number one? Yeah. I'll let Are you, you do the number one <laughs> since I stole your thunder on the other. Bill, you stole my what thunder. You got? Uh, my favorite Doctor Who regeneration uh, moment. I know what it's going to be. You know what it's going to be? I it's going to be the TV movie. No, no. <laughs> I think you and I are going to have a moment. Really okay, good, I, I, I have to vote for the final we, Tom Baker episode, which is called Legopolis. Which is mine, my mouth. Okay. Oh. Uh, and, and the reason oh. I bring this up is twofold. One, because it's sad to see your Doctor go. Yeah. Yeah, and he was but, he was our doctor. But our, there was also this sense that in Legopolis, uh, the next doctor, number five, uh, Davidson was there as this weird shadowy ghost that was sort of showing up in the episode the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And so there was this sense that he would see him, and and it was to be like, no, it's not like it's not time yet. You know, there was like this, this like I, I don't want to talk. Like, who is that guy? He's nobody, right? Like, there was yeah. this, right. and there's this, and it goes on for the whole episode, and the masters in that one yeah. too, and it's the master and 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 the doctor up in the tower in Legopolis, and you know, and he ends up like fighting with the master, and he falls, yeah. and he lands, and he so regenerates sad. on the ground. Yeah, but it's this sort of this. I mean, it's that was how many years? Eight years? Nine? Years? How long was he? He was the doctor. Seven or eight years, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, and it was you know, so that's like that's like a president changing. You know what I mean? Like for for the people who are really into the show, that's a long time to have that person be in that role. That foreshadowing was really unique. We haven't seen that with any other regeneration. And and so there was this, there was a sense that it was like the end of this really long era, and in in much the same way as the David Tennant ending was sort of predetermined by. You know, this yeah, future is, showrunners as well. Exactly. Yeah. That, that there was sort of mm. like, oh, I don't want to go. This isn't, you know, like I, I'm still doing my thing. Um, so for me, Legopolis is number one. But I don't know if it's 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 fun to watch. And if you're a Doctor Who fan, go back and watch Legopolis because it's, it's great. Though. But it's it's mostly a nostalgic vote. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was it was done well, though. So yeah, Legopolis. No, that, that was my number one, too. Okay. Why was it your number one? Uh, well, it's my doctor and that, or my doctor that I grew up with as a kid. Yeah. I think I feel like I almost have two doctors because, you know, it's it's. I feel like the reboot is almost to me. It feels a little bit more like this is my adult part of the series somehow. <laughs> um, but but Tom Baker, I mean, he was yeah. definitely he was my doctor. He is who I fully and like. He was my intro to the show. And I remember seeing that episode and being so upset about it. And I actually, I'm not going to watch these other doctors. <laughs> I mean, and the then the few, next doctor comes on, and you're hooked. Well, and it was also kind of weird because you know, as we said, the the PBS series, just the way they were airing them, 
you wouldn't always see mostly what what I would see was a lot of the the Tom Baker, but there was the Pertwee and stuff like that. And so whenever they would show up, it was hard to like, who are these guys and whatever. But when the when that particular episode was on, it was so upsetting. It was just <laughs> no, I was very I was crushed. Um, but well, you know what's interesting is that our number ones speak very much to the fact that we were fans yeah, of the show before yeah. the reboot. That we yeah. we're holding on to. A nostalgic moment more than yeah. I'm kind of yeah, I'm envious. I wish I had. Uh, but gotten but on the I will tell you though, yeah, I had a hard time. I struggled because the eleventh hour, honestly, it was great. It was a it was Moffitt a toss up. Himself. It was a, it was a toss up between those two, oh, and I just I had to mention because he's yeah. my do- he's yeah, my doctor. Fair. It comes down to the lifelong fans versus the new fans on on this. I will side. I will yeah. tell you I have a couple of honorable mentions. That oh, week. I've got one too. I got a couple. One like. One of the things when we were talking about regeneration and the idea of moments is that the master regenerates as well. True. Um, and we don't actually uh, and steals lives to like keep going right. and stuff. So, so he I was. Did talk with I Derek just, Jacob. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, that was such and a good. So moment. I thought that that was pretty cool. I think it, it deserves a mention because he's such a cool villain, dun, 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 especially dun, dun, like with dun, dun, dun. the watch when he. With yeah, the Derek. that was great in the reboot and in the old version, the Doctor. Or the 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 master regenerates too, mm-hmm. and ends up. And interestingly enough, to go back to sort of like the canon of Doctor Who is like he finishes his last regeneration. He has nowhere to go, and he ends up having to basically steal lives to have new, yeah. in almost a vampiric way. So there's, there's Roberts. The, yeah, yeah. So that's why I guess well, why he had snake eyes. And there's that, that eventually. But but back in in Tom Baker time, there was the Doctor had this weird sort of. He's like he was sort of like his face was falling off, like he had this terrible yeah. BBC makeup. He had a terrible then, <laughs> skin condition. But the, but there was this sense that his body was sort of rotting because he couldn't regenerate, mm-hmm. and he was trying desperately to find a way to like figure out a new way to start over again. And in fact, I think he had, there's a whole thing where he ends up working with the doctor in order to get another regeneration. Oh, I'm going to get killed by serious who fans on this one, <laughs> but there is some kind of thing where they give him another friend regeneration. Of the show, Alan Ben Billward. Yeah. Or, or Ollie's new friend who knows everything about doctor who. Alan um, Kaysner. There you go. Um, so anyway, I'll have Kistler. to look that up and, and we'll put that, we'll put that in the, in the show notes. But, well, uh, what else we got? I've got two honorable mentions. Yep. Derek's going to be a fan of one of them. Um, so I'm, I'm going to start out with the seventh doctor's regeneration. Um, he, it's uh, time in the rainy, super confused who's who. And he tries to co- kill his companion and his companion has, Amazingly awesome 80 shoulder pads. So I'm going to give it <laughs> its honorable mention for that. Second honorable mention is from the Doctor Who movie. Yes. <laughs> my, what, my favorite moment from the Doctor Who movie is when the Doctor says, I love humans. Always seeing patterns and things that aren't there. Yes, I cracked up yeah. when I when I heard that. Yeah. Um, as a psychologist, I appreciate <laughs> how that is a reality. We are pattern seeing machines, and I love that the doctor recognized that. Wait, has everyone crossed off everything in their notes that we have to talk about? I think so. I think so. I, I have. This we was really... an amazing episode. Epic. Yeah, this was good. Oh my gosh! Any other honorable mentions before we wrap? Oh, this? I, I I have one that isn't necessarily a regeneration, but there was a moment we actually were, it, we were watching just like um, some some of the the tenant who episodes today, and there was the moment when uh, Sarah Jane Smith comes back on the show, yeah. um, and sees uh, school days, school something, yeah, and she see she sees the tenth Doctor. 
I like when she sees the TARDIS first. She yeah. goes into the room, she sees the TARDIS, and she just like backs out slowly. <laughs> and it, there's a little, there's an exchange between them about the fact that he has regenerated, and he says, "Oh, I've regenerated half a dozen times." And so the impact of the regeneration is mm. just really, it's very, the, you feel the weight of it there, and mm-hmm. how she has yeah. continued to get older, and she's like, "Well, you look fantastic," and it's like this, it's just really, and also because I just loved her, she was just such a great piece and, and on the show and she did her own little spin-off which I thought was yeah. and awesome. bringing her yeah bringing her back on the show also added to the whole continuity to the old ones right that was that <laughs> right I, I like that they're adding that back in I, I will tell you uh, it's rat hole uh, but or at the end of the show we had a lot of rat holes at this point when the reboot <laughs> when the reboot happened in 2005 and Eccleston said oh Gallifrey's gone I'm the last of the Time Lords that bothered me because one of the things I loved about the show was that he was on the run from Gallifrey and Gallifrey was sort of the one time that was always, you always went back to the present, no matter what you can't go back in time on Gallifrey. It was sort of like this. It was, it was sort of like these overlords. It was an interesting concept. Like these were the smartest, brightest, most technical, technologically advanced. Well, yeah, because he's all, because he's, and all he threw that all out. Davies he's all threw that all out. On Earth, but this was almost like a checks and balances. Yeah, for them. And, and they threw that all out in in Davies, and I was like, that was one of the coolest things that there was like these super high tech people, and he's one of them. I don't know. I just it, you so know, since we're on the topic of rat hole, I was having lunch with Alan Kiesner uh, yesterday. Kissler. Kissler the author of Doctor Who, A History. And one of the things that we started talking about is why the Doctor's been on the run. Yeah. And his uh, whole idea is the Doctor broke the first rule of uh, of Time Lords, which is he looked into and saw his future. And he his idea is he didn't like what he saw. And he's been... Wanted to change it. He's wanting to change it. He's been on the run, and he's been doing everything he can to change that future from happening. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think they'll idea. ever show that? I hope not. Even in the last episode, you don't want them to... to I don't to want talk. there to be a last See, episode. I, okay, that's fair enough. I, I like the satisfaction of... I like when they actually tie up loose ends at the end of a thing. Yeah. Like, I want to know... If you're going to run a mystery for 50 years, explain the mystery at the end. I think, I think Doctor Who has the potential to just keep on running. Yeah, well, now that they've rebooted the regenerations. Derek, what are you looking up? Um, I'm looking up River Song's... Regeneration. And oh, that's also good. Mm. Good point. Um, wasn't she? There was a weird thing. Like, is she, who? They never really explained why she has uh, powers. Because what he let he allowed her to regenerate. She he took she took um, one. Of it was or, because she was, was conceived thing? on the TARDIS, and there was like is waves. that was? Yeah, Did they yeah. ever say that? Yeah, yeah. they said. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. And then there was the whole weird thing where. In the David Tennant timeline, where it they took his DNA late, and had the daughter explanation, though there was the Doctor's daughter episode yeah, too, that's true. which they never did anything with. Which I'm I surprised. I thought they were gonna well, probably because David Tennant married her. That's true, and she <laughs> was also the grand. Wasn't she the? She's grand? David. She's uh, Peter Davidson's daughter. Daughter. So you know, what are you gonna do? Well, it's all very incestuous. It pretty much is. Wow, they do things <laughs> quite <differently>. literally incestuous. <laughs> they do things differently at the BBC. Um, um, all right, yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's definitely not honorable mention. Oh, sorry. No, that's a good yeah. one. This has been this has been so much fun watching this and talking about oh, this tonight. Man. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for being here on a very late night. Um, a lot of Doctor Whoing today. Um, dear listeners, please let us know what you thought of the new Doctor, the 12th Doctor. Uh, let us know 
who you think um, would make a better doctor to travel with, the 11th or the 12th, and what your favorite Doctor Who Regeneration moments are. Um, Bill, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at BillWadman.com. Uh, that's my photography site and my blog and whatnot. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at BillWadman, and you can listen to my photography podcast called On Taking Pictures over on 5x5 Network. So it's 5x5.tv slash OTP. Thank you for having us, or thank you for being on the show, Bill. We had a great time for your third appearance. Um, uh, we really appreciate keep that. Keep up the record. Derek, where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can find me at my website, DerekBishop.com. Um, also on Twitter, uh, DerekBishop8. And where can people find, uh, buy some of your work? Um, well, there's a link on the website, too. It's from Stormmoon Press. I have a novella, ebook novella. Um, it's a... Male, male romance, fantasy romance, um, about a guy who falls in love with a dragon. So it's pretty cool. Well, everybody out. loves dragons, Derek. <laughs> dragons I, are yeah, so in right I'm now. I'm hoping too. so. Yeah, I love it. Uh, listeners, please uh, let us know what you think. We are on Twitter at Nerd Hour. You can also contact contact us through email at in, uh, info at superfantasticnerdhour.com. We also have a little website, superfantasticnerdhour.com. Um, or if you're lazy, just type in nerdhour.com. It'll take you to our website. Conrad, where can people find you? Uh, this week, they can find me on Twitter. I'm Die Prince, and uh, my other podcasts, Reanimated, reanimatedpodcast.com, and on Twitter, we're Reanimated Pcast. Nice. I like that you got it on the first go this time. Okay, I've been practicing. I've been practicing. <laughs> and I'm, I am very tired, but I tried. I tried very we hard. We did it. We did it, Conrad. Um, I am Alima2 um, on Twitter, and I am also the science fiction psychologist at BrainNosBetter.com. We'll be back next week. We have no idea what we're talking about because we have been staring into the time vortex for far too long. But we'll be back next week with our, another episode of Super Fantastic Nerd Hour. Until then... Um, uh, oh, I, this is when I say live long and prosper. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs>